Hola, ¿qué tal? When in Spain, listeners, it's another Wednesday and a very warm welcome to episode number 12. I'm Paul Birch, coming to you from Oxford in the UK. Yes, I'm still here in England. Um, for any of you who have uh, just joined the When in Spain podcast show, um, I actually live in Madrid in Spain. And I usually record the weekly episodes there. But I've been back in my hometown uh, of Oxford for a few weeks. Um, and I'm heading back to Madrid on Friday, back into the furnace. Anyway, coming up in this week's show, Spain versus England. No, I'm not talking about football or the World Cup. That's all finished. Or I'm not talking about anything sports related. We're going to be comparing life in Spain with life in the UK and looking at the pros and cons to each country. And to help me with this, I've got the help of some of my Spanish friends who live here in Oxford. Which country has the best food, Spain or England? Spain, obviously. How many how many dishes you got? Fish and chips and sandy roast and pies. That's it. Anything else? Later in the podcast, some exciting news. Uh, ben Curtis from Notes from Spain and Notes in Spanish podcasting fame has been in touch and agreed to take part in a future episode in September. Fantastic news. So, Spain versus England or the UK. Uh, this week I met up with some of my Spanish friends who live here in Oxford and who've been living here for uh, many years. I asked them what brought them to Oxford from their hometowns of Malaga, Gijón and Cadiz and what they like and don't like about Spain and what they like and don't like about England. And we also talk about the things that they miss from their homeland. So I got together with them on a sunny afternoon in their back garden. And coming up, you're going to hear me chatting to my friends Paula, Diego, Pedro, and an English ally, Dan, as we talk about jobs, working conditions, corruption, families, politeness bureaucracy, daily routines, the going out culture in each country, uh, outdoor life, food, uh, weather of course, and Brexit. Uh, also listen out for Paula and Diego's two-year-old son, Iago, uh, who was also very keen to share some of his thoughts as well. I'm here with Diego Paula. A Spanish couple, uh, Paula's from Malaga and Diego is from Gijón in Asturias. And also another friend has arrived. Would you like to introduce yourself? So I'm Pedro, I'm from Cardiff and I have been living in Oxford for over uh, five years. Yeah. Five years. Over, yeah. So our friend Pedro has arrived as well. So thank you for joining us on When in Spain. So we've known each other for a few years now. You guys have lived here for about six years how would you find it what brought you to England so basically um, I studied nursing in Madrid back in 2008 and I always have this um, 
passion about traveling. Like I did my last year in in Sweden, and I always wanted to improve my English. So I thought that you know coming to the UK would be the best opportunity. But also like nursing. I, I mean, I wouldn't say that it's better in England than it's in Spain because I think that tr when we train like back home, the way we train is probably deeper, and I I like the way that like we get trained in Spain, but like if you want to develop your career afterwards yeah. UK brings like a better better opportunity mm -hmm. so yeah I moved to the UK in 2012 I work in the sorry the, my baby in the background that's uh, that's Paola's son uh, Iago who's out here in the garden with us <laughs> <laughs> he's British well British yeah he, he was born here so so yeah, so you've lived here for six years. You've been working here as a as a nurse, both you and your partner, soon to be husband <laughs> uh, Diego. And so you're very settled here. So you've you've had baby, you've had a baby here. You've had Yago two years ago, who was born here in the UK. We brought, we brought the house in Oxford as well. Yeah. And yes, so, so far, like we're quite settled here. I just finished my master, uh, like a postgraduate in intensive care in the UK and. That's what I was saying, that if you want to study a master by home, you have to pay by yourself and you don't, I mean, you are not that encouraged, I would say, or it doesn't really matter, like it's not as value by home. So having, you know, worked here for four years, being, I mean, having studied in Oxford Brookes University, like has certainly given me like a lot of opportunities. So, yeah. yeah. What about you, Diego? What made you come to decide to leave Spain and come to live here in, in sunny Oxford? <laughs> <laughs> love. 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 It's all about love. Basically, the jobs. Yeah. It's a lack of um, available jobs in Spain when we came. Yeah. I think it's the same now. Yeah. Um, so basically, you need two jobs to live in Spain. You need one just to pay the mortgage and the bills, and another one to live. Um, so at that moment, I was with a different partner, and we came because he was actually married. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tell the truth. <laughs> a different partner. So only one, one of us could work at that moment. So the best solution would be going abroad. So basically, we came to England because there's a um, lot of um, jobs available for nurses and. Yeah. And once we were here, well, things changed, we split, and um, I was planning to to go back to Spain, but I found somebody who hey. made me stay here in sunny Oxford. Yeah, <laughs> and then, you, and then you met Paula, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what are the things you miss most about Spain? I would, I mean, I would definitely say, like, social life, like, um, I don't know, like, if if I was living in Spain with a little toddler like we're doing now, like we would probably meet friends and family for just for, I mean just for a beer or even for a coke. I mean, I'm not saying you have to drink alcohol, but you will meet people after work or yeah. during the weekends. But you will you will you will enjoy like nightlife a bit more than you do here. Like that's something that I miss a lot. Like when we have when we first have Jago, like we remember going out for just for a drink. It was like five six p.m. and then. You will have this really nice person coming in a pub to ask you to leave because it's 6 p.m. and be, like babies can be out that late. So that really upset me and I still miss that a lot. So yeah. like social life and 
just doing yeah. your life as you used to do. That's it, it's true, mean. isn't it? Because in Spain, you see, like, because I live in Madrid, as you guys know, and you see whole families, like, in a bar or sat outside on the terraza. You have the grandparents, the parents, you have the children running around playing in the street or in the square or and everyone's having a drink. But yeah, here the culture's different. You can't take children into pubs, really. Yeah. Uh, well, you can until, like, 6 p.m. or 9 p.m. if you're eating food, and then yeah. children are, like, forbidden. They have to yeah. They have to leave, yeah. No, but basically you are kicked from the from the venue. Yeah. They, well, you are politely <laughs> asked, asked to leave. <laughs> to leave. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that's, that's happening. But, I mean, you need to... You need yeah. to follow the rules. That's it, but I mean, that's a... But yeah, then you can't, you can't forget that the way, I'm not saying everyone, but the way we drink is different than the way that British people normally drink. Like, this is very true, yeah. It is true because like we can go out for tapas and then you, it's like a social drink, like you have a, like a glass of wine and you have something to eat and it's all very like chill. Obviously you can go raving and you can go to a big party in Spain, I'm not saying that, but this family drinking going out thing is quite healthy and i don't think there's nothing wrong with it on a saturday obviously i won't go out until midnight if we have to wake up at six and mm. the baby has to go to nursery but yeah it's just during the weekends you know like i would love to have that like let me likely we got a lot of friends so we normally invite like today we invite people to come to home and we're gonna stay here until midnight no one is gonna come and tell yeah. us off but yeah. yeah but i mean that's a big that's something different as well so we've been here for more than six years how many times have we been invited to any English friend house for um, lunch or dinner or barbecue? So, uh, I mean, we feel we feel really welcome here in this country, but um, they are really really close compared to um, Spanish people or Portuguese or <laughs> like Portuguese, Mediterranean. Yeah. Uh -huh. um, yeah, it's true. Lots of people say it, and I, I mean, I'm English, and I, I agree with you. I think that English people are probably compared to Spanish people. Yeah. Are more reserved, a bit more closed. Yeah. It takes them longer to sort of get to know people or to trust people, or yeah. like you said, to invite them. Yeah, I mean, to it's, your it's, house. Not, it's, it's not something to to blame on them. It's, it's just a a cultural thing. A cultural thing, and, and that's it. I mean, we have no issues. We are still here. We are planning to be here for a for a while. So um, that's fine. It's just a, a big difference. And mm. every time we go to a barbecue or a lunch or dinner out with with friends or any any other places it's just spanish portuguese italian i mean not english people organizing the, the event so but that's fine i mean there are plenty of international people in Oxford. um yeah um people are leaving but new people are coming back and yeah it's fine that's interesting do you agree um pedro the english people are a bit yeah, more reserved yeah. I totally agree that he's got an English partner so that and you have an English partner as well <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah but that's that's he's a, a weird one he really like visiting or invite people at home and uh, yeah the good part is we have moved to Oxford that is a very cosmopolitan city yeah uh -huh. so we can like join um, a lot of different uh, background people like people from Portugal or Italy or that they are like more Mediterranean style like they are like mm. the house are like more open and they are more used to have this kind of parties and annoying thing that English people maybe don't enjoy much but <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah no that's true I think we are definitely more reserved more, more apart from me I'm like the token 
Yeah, you're the black sheep. The black sheep, the token Geary. What, <laughs> what about um, what about like work compared to back home? Obviously, like you said, you came here because there were more work opportunities when you originally came than back home. It was easy to find work. But what about, like the sort of working conditions and the working culture compared with Spain? You're both nurses and you work in hospitals, mm-hmm. and you have experience of doing that in Spain as well. How does it compare? Well, here the worker is much, much more well protected from the from the company. So, um, childcare um, is a big difference. Basically, you can organize your your duties um, with the excuse of the childcare. In Spain, that's impossible. That's impossible. Um, you've got 13 months of maternity leave here. In Spain, it's just 16 weeks. So you have 13 months maternity leave yeah. here, and in yeah. Spain you have 16, 16 weeks. 16 weeks. So wow. It's not, even, it's not even four months. And I think that that's something that made me really want to have the baby here because I had some Spanish friends who were thinking about, oh, where should I have the baby? Should we go back to Spain? And I was like, eh, seriously? <laughs> it's like I, like, I was so, so happy to spend all that time with my baby. Obviously, like, if we talk about breastfeeding, for example, like, and you know that I'm very, I really, really support breastfeeding. So yeah. for me, it was so much, much easier because I could carry on for m- months and years with that. Then I had Diego with me for a month. And even before I came back to work, my manager asked me, okay, Paula, so which days do you want to work? And I felt really, really supported mm-hmm. by my manager at the time, which you don't normally get in Spain. And I'm not blaming on the managers, I'm blaming on the system or... Yeah, I'm blaming the, on the system. The kind of working culture is, yeah. is yeah, sort of yeah. stricter there, less, less, less flexible. Yeah. In the NHS hospital, for example, they, they choose some of the days they want to work. So they... Um, you go like fit, like fit shift. Like yeah. I always work the same days yeah. because... I, it's all about family. So Jago goes to nursery three times a week, and then I work. I used to work. I'm back. I'm going back to full time in October. But I used to work two days a week, and then so we kind of spend time together yeah, with the baby. Yeah. And so yeah, but I mean that's you because you are under specific conditions. But the rest of the staff usually they can choose when to work. Not all the days, but some of the days. Mm. Um, and then the company will arrange the other days. Mm. That's in Spain. That's impossible. That's a uh, yeah, that's it's a no-no. That, that, it's a no-no. Yeah, that's that's something, something I've noticed in Spain. It's like seems to be the working culture is very much more fixed. Like I've noticed in Spain, there isn't as much. There aren't as many part-time jobs. There aren't jobs where no. you can say, ah, "I just want to work mornings," or "I just want to work afternoons," or they can employ two people to cover forty hours, but between two people and things like this, which is really common here part-time jobs are really common here but they don't seem to be very common in Spain especially if you have family because I think it's like not because you are in Spain you you will have support from your parents like my parents are in their 50s they're still working so if I go back home I still will rely I mean we will still rely on nurseries because my parents won't be looking after Jago so Mm. like having part-time really gives you the opportunity to like make up your hours and organize your life and enjoy like family time because what's the point of working coming back to work to yeah. home coming back home working so yeah. i mean it's now again going back to the to the point that the employer looks after the employee yeah. and, and, and and that's a culture i mean as far as i know that, I mean, yeah that's, a, that's the main difference yeah. spain is the is the country i think is the eu country where we 
work more hours and we are the least efficient country. <laughs> so that it's true, it's true. That, that gives you an idea that we work, but we do our time, but eventually the, mm. the outcome is not okay. as successful as, uh, as here, for example. Actually, look at Swedish. Swedish people, like, they work not more than 25 hours, something like that, but they are the most efficient like yeah so that gives you you know an idea an idea of yeah. how things work like yeah. it's not about how many hours you work it's how ef like efficient you are yeah. so. i've heard this people talking about this in spain about this um i've heard this word um present presentismo or something like this when people who people who work in offices uh are scared to leave before their boss leaves the office so they stay sitting at their desk Okay. Pretend Checking Facebook. Looking at Facebook, looking busy because their boss is still sitting in the office in the corner, and he, you know, they're sort of scared to leave yeah. before the boss because it makes them look uh, like they're not working very hard or something like this. And I've had quite a few of my friends in Madrid talk about this kind of thing. Well, I can't really. And what, and what if the boss is doing the same just because uh, he doesn't want to give the wrong image to the <laughs> <laughs> employees? I mean, it's, uh, so all of them are checking Facebook at the same time or checking the emails or. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? I don't. I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Pedro, what do you think? What's your comparing your experience? Of, ah! Yes, Yago, and you too. What do you think? What? Yago wants to talk. Yago, Diago. What do you? Th how would you compare like your experience working here compared with working in Spain? Oh, difference. It's a huge difference. I didn't work in Spain. <laughs> I didn't go and find a job. I just yeah. found some practice ships but that's it once you finish your practice ship i couldn't find any job that's why i moved here <laughs> so yeah um yeah different it's different to work what i can see with my friends that are living in spain it's totally different so here you at least have like a option to do a career you have the option to get paid properly um yeah. thing that in spain is kind of impossible if you get a job probably you're going to pay get paid like a very few amount of money and mm. probably you have to do a lot a lot of hours unless you're a politician and you steal money from the government <laughs> well yeah that's, that's, what, that's, that's what <coughs> is there I mean, a lot of people talk about this. Do you think there is a lot of corruption in Spain more than in Loads. than and that, here? And that's, or? that's the big problem. Well, I don't know how corruption is in the UK, to be honest, but I think that's the main problem in Spain. And I'm not going to talk about different parties. I don't care yeah. which which one. It's, it's true. Like, I can I can vote a certain party, but I'm not saying that they are perfect. I'm just saying that if you still go to jail, get give the money back because we like I think we we don't pay tax in Spain but people in Spain is paying all the money that this politician and yeah. uh, royal family is still um, <laughs> yeah that, that, well that's also true here isn't it? the royal family are still paid for by taxpayers there was that story about the was it the alcaldesa of Madrid or no. no, who was the politician? No. The, the woman who said she had a master's degree from... No, no, Carmen, no. Not Carmen. No, Carmen is okay, yeah. Cifuentes. Cifuentes, of course. So there's Cifuentes, who is the mayor of the community of Madrid, said she had a master's degree from the University Juan Carlos. Yeah. And then they discovered that it was, it was a fake degree. She didn't actually have a master's degree from Juan Carlos. So what happened? She she didn't what? step she didn't step down. She stayed in a role. She stayed in a role, denying everything for maybe two months. Yeah. And 
and eventually, eventually. Um, um, sign probably because of political pressure but if that happens here in UK your culture will tell you I will resign okay. straight away that's yeah. a big difference yeah exactly if that happened here you would I mean, you're corrupt anywhere but the difference is Spanish are cheeky by default yeah uh, and they apply that to everything in their lives what things day to day do you prefer about England compared to Spain or what things do you really miss from Spain every day that you think oh, I wish I wish I was in Spain today because well, food the weather <laughs> how is it the Paola, Paola will say the blinds the blinds oh I miss the blinds so much these are proper blinds Ah, you mean like the shutters people have on their houses to stop? Yes, because we don't have as much sunshine in England. Well, we do this year. We've been like, we had 30 degrees for over two months. Yeah, but, this, yeah. this summer was hot. No, I would say, I don't like, the things that I miss the most is probably like hanging out with my family and friends, obviously, because... Yeah, no, but like, yeah what things do you like about day-to-day -day living in the UK compared with Spain? And what things do you really miss about Spain? Surely the classic things that you guys, well, Spanish people always say, is they miss the food and they miss the good weather. I don't know. Yeah, food and um, good weather. And well, I'm from the north, so... Yeah, well, he's from the north, so it basically rains as much as yeah, it does in England. <laughs> Diego's from Asturias, which is in the north of Spain, which, yeah, has a similar climate to here, yeah. I suppose. It rains quite a lot. Yeah. But something that I really, really enjoy about living in Oxford is like going uh, to the countryside with my dog and my partner and my baby. Like we live in a really nice area and we got like a bit, bit. Um, I don't know how you call it. Well, it's called Chateauvieux, but Chateauvieux is like a country park. Yeah. Country park, but I really love like the um, nature and the green of Oxford and supermarkets open on Sunday as well. <laughs> opening hours, yeah. yeah. Opening, well, opening hours, well, anyway, not closing hours. They, sh they should close a bit later, not okay. five o'clock. <laughs> but uh, but Sundays is good. And banks, time. banks open um, after lunchtime too. Yeah, yeah. This for me is something that I find a bit difficult in uh, Spain. Is the opening hours? So the bank shuts at two o'clock. It's like ah. Oh. Um, and paperwork, isn't it? Like. Lot, oh, lots of lots of paperwork for everything. You need to bring um, four photocopies of this, another photocopy of that. I think I know, I find that in here you can do many more things on the online, internet yeah. online than in Spain. In Spain, you have to go make an appointment. You have to go in person. You have lots of paperwork. It's, you have to wait. It's dreadful. It's dreadful. I remember because last time I went to ha get my. Um, um, international driving license because uh -huh. you know we're going to Sri Lanka so I was trying to get that for God's sake like oh my god it just took ages and then I was like all that people they why didn't have like a proper system to make it a bit smoother and then you will see like four or five people going for lunch at the same time I yeah. was like oh my god this thing. Like, yeah. know these things will happen here you will go on a schedule and not everyone will go for lunch at the same time because uh -huh. you, you're <laughs> no, it, yeah for me that is a that's a classic thing, uh, Spanish bureaucracy is uh, the hours and the, how slow it goes. But yeah, it is. Hey, he's got some cheese. F the thing I find difficult living in Spain is the times that you eat your meals. So people eat very late in Spain normally, like compared to here. Because like here, I suppose in the UK, people have their, their meal in the evening at about 6.30, 7 o'clock, sometimes earlier. 
And in Spain, it's like 9.30, 10 o'clock at the weekend. It can be 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock. We have, we, have actually, we have actually changed a little bit. Like We don't have dinner as late as we used to. Yeah, but that's us. That's <laughs> us, but I know. But <laughs> even, even when I go back to Spain and I want to meet with friends, I'm the one saying, oh, let's meet at 8.45 for dinner. And everyone is like, what? That's too early. <laughs> that's really early. And I'm like, well, but, you know. I want to. <laughs> I want to go to bed like not feeling so full. Full, full exactly. So yeah. yeah, I think we have changed that, especially when it's winter and we are all working and Yao has to go to nursery. So we've been having dinner at seven thirty sometimes, which yeah, is louder English, English time, English time. Yeah. English time. Which country has the best food? Spain or England? Spain, obviously. That's that's. How many how many dishes you got? Fish and chips and sandy roast, pies. Uh, that's it. Anything yeah. else? Chicken masala. Chicken tikka masala. Chicken tikka masala, which is the national dish. <laughs> yeah, but I like our puddings. We have good puddings and desserts, no? In England. If they're homemade, yeah, but. Yeah, they're yeah. normally. Do you do you do you bake any homemade puddings? Because no, of course time, not. Every time you've been here for dinner, you just brought bloody Tesco. Yeah, cake. I get supermarket, supermarket ready-made. <laughs> <laughs> favorite English food, Pedro? None. <laughs> None. <laughs> Diego, favorite favorite English food? Oh, Sunday roast. Sunday roast. Oh, yeah. If you get like a Sunday roast, one. the pies. Yeah. The pies. pies. I love the pies. Yeah. And the pies. Yeah. I think it's yeah, you pies have many options for pies. You have to go. So pies are designed for cold weather, aren't they? I think that's why, because the weather's always well. Because they are very similar to empanada Like an empanada in yeah. Spain, yeah. In Asturias, we eat a lot of empanada. That's quite common to go for a picnic or any time. Yeah. Um, and I love them. <laughs> <laughs> and what about the weather? Dun, dun, dun. Do you oh, miss Do you miss the weather? Because like, Paula, you're from Malaga, which is on the south coast of Spain, and you have like sunshine all year. You have really good temperatures, even in like January, February. Yeah, it's still I do, warm. I do. I do miss the sunshine, but you know, like some people say, like, oh, the weather really affects your mood. It is true, but I think that because I'm mentally prepared that I'm living here and I love for so far. I love being here. Like it doesn't affect me so much. Like I'm, I do miss it, but. Pff, when I go there, I just stay outdoors for <laughs> like for the whole week. But yeah, and the beach, like like being like just sit and watch the sunrise by the seaside. I really love that because obviously my parents live you know, right next. To, I've been to your parents' house. Yeah, they live right next to the sea. Yeah. So obviously that's something that I really miss. But Diego, what, sorry, you were winter is tough here. So winter is tough here. Yeah. Winter is tough here. Four o'clock. It's night time. Yeah. Um, and that affects your mood. You can see that affects your mood. That explains a lot of things from English people, I think. So the weather the reflects. No, no, the lack of sunshine. I mean, it's, uh, yeah. it's nothing. Have you yeah, the weather affects the personal, the sort of yeah, people's personalities, yeah. doesn't it? Have Moods. you noticed how friendly English people have been in the last month because it's been sunny? I, I actually told my, really? my colleagues, yeah, 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 everyone is very yeah, yeah. cheerful and ah, like so that you can't really see. Like I was like, it really, really. That's interesting. So yeah, because we've had a really good summer here in England this year for the first time in many years, like unbelievably good summer. So you're saying that people have been noticeably more cheerful and happy because it's yeah, been a really good what time. What do you think, Dan? Ask Dan. Hello, Dan. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> what do I think about the good weather this summer? Yeah, do you think it does affect? Do you think it does affect people's moods? Of course, it does affect people's moods. When it's rubbish weather, like it usually is in the UK, people always feel <laughs> down. They they feel like they're in a rush to go somewhere. When it's raining, um, 
they obviously have to there's certain limitations that we maybe take for granted but when someone foreign comes over to the UK to live they think oh well, I can't have my washing out every day oh I can't yeah I can't go for a, I can't go for a walk in the sun every day like people go in Spain probably and and just things like you can't do small things like go and tend your garden or yeah um, when it's the summer though when it's good weather you can yeah. do these things you know you can you can go for a walk you can hang your washing out you can go for barbecues you know yeah, you can be more exactly. sociable I think as in Spain you do usually have a much more outdoor lifestyle you know you go to any city and there's tables and chairs out in the street you know most of the year you can sit outside and have a beer and eat food whereas here you're sitting outside like shivering trying to because in Spain night time in winter might be six o'clock six half yeah. six that that makes a difference yeah so here four o'clock it's like jesus what do you do either you go to the pub and you get drunk by seven o'clock or <laughs> you go for shopping or you go home so uh, it's not much yeah. to be done plus all the um, all the shops five yeah. o'clock yeah. but i have to say i love sitting by the fire and it's something that we don't really do in Malaga. Well, my parents do. Like, if we get, if, if we get like 15 degrees, if we get like 15 degrees in Malaga, my ma my parents will be like, oh my God, it's freezing. Let's set the fire. I'm like, what? 15 degrees. That's like that's uh, t-shirt weather, know, weather here. It's barbecue weather. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. No, but I I really love like when it's like cold and miserable and like really really dark. I love being at home like. By the fire and by friends, having some wine. Feeling nice and cosy. Yeah, that's true. It just I, I love that as well. It depends. So it's not so much about the weather. Yes. So it's not so much about the weather, but about the company. If you have good company, it yeah. doesn't matter how bad it's outside. I st I'm still happy. Uh, I got a controversial question for you now. Uh, who are more polite, English people or Spanish people? It depends what you understand by polite. So I think, generally English speaking, generally speaking, I would say like English, like English people is more polite. They can also be too fake, like too politely fake. Like, ah oh, yeah, you look lovely to that today. And then in the inside, you might be thinking, oh my god, like what are you wearing? You. So it depends. But then I, I, I know that we are really rude in the terms of. I mean, the sense of we don't say thank you, thank you, thank you. Please, please, please. All the time. That's what I was going to say, yeah. yeah. So, Pedro, what do you think? So I think English people are more polite to your face, but they're more likely to gossip behind your back and talk to their friends about other people's problems. Whereas I think Spanish people are quite, well, they will say what they think to you and they won't, they'll just think that's a normal thing to do. But at the same time, you know where you stand with a Spanish person, but you won't get any please or thank you from I do, them. I do. Yeah, the please and thank you thing, I think perhaps in England we would do that a bit over the top, a bit too much. Oh, but you know, God. you can go and buy something here and you say please, thank you about five or ten times. Join us. say things as well. Like when I was when I went to Spain, they were like saying the way you say things like, can I, you wouldn't say please may I have blah, blah, blah. You say give me this. Yeah, dame. Yeah. Dame, 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 ponme. Yeah. Oh yeah, too. But it's it's yeah. about it's about the way you say because if I tell you, I Dan, give me that. But I eat, the way I talk is like in a sweet way. Yeah. You shouldn't take that as a rude. Well, if I say, could you kindly please give me that? It's, it's like, especially oh, if you know each other, it's true because even yeah. among friends and family people who know each other really well in England, we still oh please could you pass me the salt and please could you this and please could you that. Where maybe it's a bit unnecessary in Spain. You know, you just say to your friends, uh, give me the salt. <laughs> That's true pass me the beer there are some things like living in madrid that annoy me a bit like the classic for me is when you hold a door open for someone when you're leaving a shop or something like this i often like 
hold the door for the next person so the door doesn't slam in their face and then they never say thank you that yeah annoyed. that's true that's true you know like my father since since he's been well not living but they normally spend like a month during the summer he really loves that people say thank you when we're driving so for example here if mm. i stop to let you go through people that's like that with the hand they wave don't they, they wave say and thank say thank you. thank you so he's always so pissed about oh my god i'm leaving mercadona you know we <laughs> <laughs> when you live Mercadona in my hometown, like it's like a, a hill, but not like two cars can't go through at the same time. So you always wait for the other person to come through. And he's so pissed, like, no one ever say thank you to me. Yeah. Like in England, this wouldn't happen, blah, 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 blah. So obviously, I think that's a nice thing. Or what you say about the door as well, like saying thank you for, yeah. Because we're also obsessed with queuing, aren't we? We're like, must queue up in line for everything. I think in Spain it's a bit more relaxed with the queuing, maybe, in some, yeah. sometimes. People queue cut a lot in Spain. People, people queue cut a lot in Spain. They don't really like the organisation and, the, and like the regimentation of like of British culture. Like, it's like, I was here first, so I will go first. Whereas yeah. in Spain it's kind of like, no, I'm in a rush, so I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I've noticed this in supermarkets, especially with the old... Uh, oh my God, they're the, the worst. The, the, the old ladies, yeah, the old the abuelas, the old grandmothers. There'd be a queue of six people with their trolleys and baskets and the abuela would just walk straight to the front of the queue as if to say well tough i'm i'm older so i i'm going I first many, I, I have many arguments with these ladies yeah before i used to tell them <laughs> you might be old but you have to wait the queue i mean you we are all in a rush darling so go back yeah get to the back of the queue <laughs> in the uk in the uk if that happened though, the shop assistant would tell them to go to the back of the queue and they wouldn't yeah. serve them if that happened well that's that's good yeah that's okay. so a lot of people say these are cliches but they're like like topicals but they're but they, they are for a reason it's true but i think uh, spanish people are louder more expressive than english people yeah. like when i've gone to a restaurant oh it's very God. noisy oh, exactly. when you go to have a think oh i'm going to have a nice yeah. romantic yeah. meal with my girlfriend sit in a restaurant and everybody is shouting each other and they're sat next yeah. to each other and you think why are you shouting I, to be honest, I don't know. Do you I agree? Or? No, no, no. And I, I don't enjoy that anymore. Like every time I go back home and I'm in a restaurant, I'm like, Sss. like I, I don't say, I don't physically say, Shh, but I feel why is people shouting or we're like, where, especially when we meet with my friends, we are like, tw you know, my friends, yeah. like twenty girls, boys, and it's like everyone, yeah, just sitting next to each other, and you're just shouting, and I'm like, why are you shouting? Like, I just don't get it, and I'm, I'm loud myself, but still, when I'm in a restaurant, I try to be a bit more quieter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just, yeah, it makes you really stressed. It makes me feel stressed. It does me a bit, yeah, sometimes. One last thing, uh, slightly more heavier subject, I suppose. Brexit. Oh, El Brexit. Um, what, are you, what are your views on this living? <laughs> Pedro? That's a current question every time I go to Spain. All my family is asking, what's happening with Brexit? Is your job is going to struggle? Are you going to have a problem? At the moment, you cannot feel much, but mm. in a year, two years... Tomatoes are more expensive. Yeah. Were you surprised when it happened? Really surprised. But is it a worry in any way? Is it a concern? Because, I mean, we're both in the same boat, aren't we? we? You live here and I live in your country <laughs> and neither of us know really what's going to happen. What worries me is that so many people believed those people um, promoting the, the Brexit. Yeah. Telling lies. Yeah. A lot of people believe that. That's yeah. what it worries me. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
So I don't think it's worth it for you, but it's up to you. Pedro, Dan, Paola, Diego, Jago, thanks for joining me on When in Spain podcast. Is there anything else you'd like to add? Anything else you'd like to say? Yeah. Paul, please come back. No, no chance. Not happening. <laughs> <laughs> My friends Paula, Diego, Pedro and Dan. Uh, next week I continue to take the When in Spain uh, podcast on tour. Uh, all being well and internet access and Wi-Fi connections uh, pending, uh, I'll be talking to you from Miami in Florida in the US of A. The show will still be all things Spain and Spanish, of course. And then in two weeks' time, uh, we'll have a one-week break. So there'll be no show uh, in two weeks' time. And that's because I'll be in Cuba uh, with my girlfriend, Karina. But I'll be back again with some sounds from Havana, hopefully, on Wednesday, the 5th of September. So that's what's coming up in terms of the timetable of the show. Uh, if there is no show for two weeks, you know that I've not been able to find decent internet connection or been able to edit the podcast. Anyway, and now some exciting news. Uh, many of you had been in touch with me to say that you'd love to hear uh, me interview Ben Curtis from Notes in Spanish and the Notes from Spain podcasts. Uh, well, great news. Uh, this morning he got back to me and uh, we're going to set up an interview for late September. I'm really excited about this. Ben Curtis and his wife uh, Marina helped really inspire me to move to Spain and learn Spanish through their podcast series. Ben was probably one of the podcast pioneers. I think he started podcasting about uh, life in Spain Oh, over 10 years ago now, I think back in about 2006. He had stopped uh, producing the Notes uh, from Spain podcast oh, many years ago now, but it's still available uh, on iTunes and uh, all of the other usual uh, podcast places. So do give it a listen. Still some really interesting observations on life in Spain. And also, if you're looking to learn Spanish or continue improving your Spanish, I really couldn't recommend highly enough his Notes in Spanish podcast series, fantastic Spanish language learning podcasts uh, for all different levels. I'm in no way trying to plug uh, his his shows. I've never met Ben before, um, but I feel like I know him really well. But if you enjoy his podcast shows as much as I did, then you're in for a real, real treat. Uh, anyway, thank you for listening. Uh, just a note to say that I've set up a When in Spain Facebook group. Now, I know there's already a Facebook page but the group uh, should be more interactive anyone can join it it's an open group so if anyone wants to post any questions in there please feel free to do so I'll do my best to answer them and you know it's also a place for uh, when in Spain listeners to socialize and share their thoughts and ideas with fellow uh, listeners as well um, I love hearing from uh, you guys. I love hearing from people uh, wherever they're listening from. Uh, it's been really interesting for me to see just how far and wide this podcast show has travelled. Um, so do get in touch uh, from wherever you are. Um, I'd be interested to see if we could find the most exotic location um, that uh, people are listening from. Obviously, that's all <laughs> relative, I guess, depending where you're, uh, where you're living and where you're based. 
tell me a bit about yourself, uh, why you listen to When in Spain, and of course, where you're listening from, and I will give you a shout out on the podcast. So don't be shy, uh, do get in touch. Well, that's it for this week's episode from Oxford in the UK. Hope you've enjoyed listening. So as I said, I hope to bring you uh, an episode from Miami uh, next week. And then the following week, there won't be a podcast uh, until I'm back in Madrid. And I hope to bring you an episode then on the 5th of September. Wherever you are, wherever you're listening from, uh, have a fantastic week and I hope you continue to enjoy your summer and hasta luego.